Greetings, everybody. How are you? This is uh, AJ from the, the Tea Time with the Blade crew. Or actually, unfortunately, we got to call it the uh, formerly known as Tea Time with the Blade crew. It's just me, AJ, here, just doing the podcast alone. Uh, I'm going to try to get Bax on the line here in a couple minutes. Uh, Laura is unavailable today. Um, just want to do a special podcast. This is not an official podcast, but we haven't done one in a few weeks. So I figured... Hey, let's do a little podcast. I'm getting the itch. And also I'm getting some people asking me, what the hell happened to your podcast? Where is it? Haven't heard it in a few weeks. Well, there's a lot of changes going on on our show here. So I just want to share with you and uh, what's going on. I got some uh, interesting, fun stories we can listen to uh, talk about and uh, some funny things that happened. So I just want to say hi to everybody. And uh, thanks to our loyal listeners. Um, so we're still on Facebook. Uh, we're going to be rebranding our uh, Facebook uh, page as well. Uh, we haven't come up with a new name just yet. So with that being said, uh, you know we're going to still be on the same platforms and uh, and so forth. So, uh, but as of right now, uh, it's just going to be uh, myself, AJ, uh, with Laura and uh, Bax, uh, the three of us. Uh, we're going to be taking the show a little bit of a different direction. And uh, and um, unfortunately, uh, Donald and uh, Elisa um, just uh, graciously uh, backed out from not doing the show because that's not exactly what they want to do and the type of format we want to try to uh, do, which understandable, the, you know, they're they're still in our hearts. They're a bunch of great people. But, uh, you know, I guess, you know, people move on and uh, and uh, hopefully they, uh, you know, uh, do their own little thing and uh, maybe they'll take off as well. So um, just wanted to let everybody know what the world is going on. So uh, we are going to be rebranding our uh, our um, podcast and we're going to be coming up with a new uh, little thumbnail picture and we're going to uh, come up with a new theme song and I'll have Bax talk a little bit about that. But uh, other than that, uh, I just want to just let our listeners know, you know, what is going on. We're still around. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook to Tea Time with the Blade Crew, uh, that's what it's called right now, but uh, formerly known as uh, Tea Time of the Blake Crew. Uh, if you still follow us on Facebook, you probably saw the new update of the um, picture I said we're on the renovation. So it's taken a little bit longer than expected uh, due to the COVID and just uh, meeting up and getting the proper equipment with the rest of the crew and actually meeting a, uh, a specific uh, date and time because we would like to try to do the show in person. Uh, just for the sound quality and thank you for all the feedback with everybody uh, you know Skype was a great resource to use for the meantime and uh, you know between the internet's cutting in and out and the sound quality it just wasn't there so uh, we're just going to you know possibly just meet up in person uh, and, and record our podcast you know a couple times or one time a week for our weekly show so but uh, without further ado, I want to try to get Bax on the line. I know he said he's going to be available today, and uh, and we'll see what uh, if he wants to pop in and say hi. And uh, Laura is just unavailable, so I tried giving a text and a phone call. Uh, she didn't respond back, but uh, she's here in spirit. Uh, Lisa's here in spirit, and Donald uh, is here in spirit. So, uh, and uh, Donald is uh, doing fairly good, uh, and. Uh, you know, I, I know he shared his dialysis story a few weeks ago, and um, you know I haven't heard anything uh, major changes uh, lately. Uh, what's going on with him? But um, if you follow Donald on Facebook, I'm sure uh, 
Uh, he'll put any updates on how he's doing, all that stuff. But either way, so let's try to get uh, Dax on the line here. And uh, we'll, and we're not Skyping. I'm just going to call on the landline. Let's try it. Dax. Hello? Dax, what's happening, man? What's going on, man? How are you doing? Doing all right. All right. Well, you are on the air, so uh, I just did the little intro, and uh, I just uh, wanted to let everybody know what is going on and what are we doing, and and we're rebranding our show, and I just introduced everybody to uh, just going to be the three of us, and uh, and we just need a little more time to come up with a theme song, which backs you are working on, and how's that coming along? Yeah, we yeah we just had to like rebrand, man, and you know I had to get some more equipment, I had to get a podcast mic and things of that nature. So yeah, we just had to rebrand the show, you know. So we're gonna be back in a little bit. We'll be back better than ever, man. We're gonna be strong. I just been working on you know different content. A lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, so you know we just had to we just had to make sure that you know we're ready for for the new wave of us. Uh, of, of uh, content that's getting ready to come because, you know, it's a lot going on. So we yeah. got a lot to talk about. November is getting ready to be here. It's a lot oh, of I stuff know. that's going on with the elections and stuff like that. There's so much yeah. to talk about. We So so we just had to rebrand. That's good. That's good. And if, for those that don't know about Bax, he, uh, you, you like to write music? What do you typically do, Bax? What do, you, what do you like to do? Well, I love music, man. I love the stage. I love the mic. I love the, I love this performing. I love the art part of the art side of performing and stuff like that. That's really, that's really my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our old, um, our old theme music, uh, if you guys follow us on the show, uh, you know, Bax uh, helped design that show. I mean, did you write it or what, how did you actually do it? Yeah. I made that beat, man. Yeah. You know, I'm making some new music, you know, that's nothing. I love music. Music is the way that, you know, I, I communicate the way that I express myself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like some of the samples you came, uh, you sent over via messenger, and uh, we still haven't decided which one we're going to do yet. So, uh, but I just want to uh, get the let everybody know our listeners because I'm sure you got some messages as well that people say, "Where's everybody? Where's the tea time with the Blake crew?" Or formerly known as the tea time with the Blake crew right now. But. I know, right? Yeah, my girlfriend asked me what, what happened to the tea time with the Blake crew, so. You know, I just tell her we had to like revamp. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're coming back. We're coming back. I was just getting the uh, the podcast itch. You know, besides people asking where we are, and my friends and coworkers are asking me. And so, you know what? Let me just throw a little podcast out there. Nothing formal. Uh, you know, Laura won't be able to make us uh, join us today. So it's just just throwing out there, letting everybody know what the hell's going on. So. But other than that, uh, you're more than welcome to stay on the linebacks. Uh, I mean, I just got a couple of content things just to fill some exciting things that's going on in uh, our lives. So if you want to hang on or do you need to get going? Uh, man, I'm going to let you go ahead and get going, man. I'm actually out here at Circles, man. I'm definitely going to plug this restaurant, man. It's a dope restaurant, man. If you, if, if you like upscale dining, man, go to Circles, man. It's really dope. All right, cool. And that's over in the Brandon area, correct? It's actually in the Palo Beach area. Man. Oh, Palo Beach. It. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you uh, soon. All right, AJ. All right, see ya. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that that was Bax. Uh, he was, I, again, I just, you know, I wasn't. it was impromptu to throw this um, uh, show on today and uh, just throw it out there. It's kind of a little different to actually sit here in an open room by myself talking to basically a recorder. So um, don't mind me. Uh, I'm just uh, doing the best I can, keeping things afloat here. So I'm uh, just, you know, 
how's everybody doing out there? It's not like you're going to respond back to me and say, oh, I'm doing great. No, no, I know. I know what you mean. But, uh, yeah, just a lot of things going on out in the world. Uh, you know, the United States is opening back up again. And uh, and just, you know, just taking day by day. You know, I, I don't know uh, about the other states, but, you know, some some states are, including Florida, because we're, that's where we're broadcasting from, from is uh, Florida, is, uh, you know, where COVID-19 uh, cases or confirmed cases are uh, spiking out through the roof. I think for the last like three, four days, uh, well, today is March 6th. I'm sorry, March 16th. <laughs> this is June 16th. So uh, the last few days, I mean, we were getting something over 1,500 cases per day for a couple days straight. And I think it was like the highest it ever has been, you know, during this uh, epidemic started. So, you know, I guess the world world, world opening up and uh, things getting back to not really back to normal. I guess the new normal is we'll go we'll call it, but God, man, it's just, uh, I, I seriously thought honestly back in March when things shut down, I'm going to say, okay, things are just bounce back, uh, you know, before pre COVID and, you know, we're going to live on our daily lives. And, but everywhere you go these days, it it is always some sort of precautions or, you know, uh, signs on the floor, you know, six feet apart and, and so forth. So, uh, you know, I was over at Publix. You know, Publix is a major grocery chain down here in Florida. And I think they go up to uh, uh, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, or something like that. But either way, Publix is a major grocery store, sort of like Ralph's, you know, out in California or you know, California area. And uh, I don't know if Wallbombs is still around in the Northeast. But, uh, but yeah, Publix is a great grocery store. You know, their, their slogans where shopping is a pleasure. But uh, I call it where shopping is expensive. You get like five items and you're over 100 bucks. But neither here or there, but they're, they're a good outfit. <laughs> so I went to a Publix and I noticed that all the, the, uh, the, the signage on the floor, it says, you know, one-way aisles only. So I walk into a Publix, I had my face mask on, and the face mask thing, man, it's a different issue. Uh, let's, that's a, a different topic I could talk about later. So I go into Publix, to, I was getting three items. My uh, kids were interested in getting um, my wife to make some homemade pizza. My wife makes great pizza, so we get the uh, pre-made dough from the uh, the deli department and uh, we buy the cheese and we grade the cheese and we use the special pizza sauce. I mean, the kids love it. And uh, I'm, I'm get out of the car. Everybody's still in the car. I said, all right, I'm going to go run in real quick and get what I need and be out within like five minutes. And I go into this Publix and I notice, and this is like my first time was in a Publix since the um, COVID-19 thing started because we always did our online grocery order. So we always never really had to go into the store. So I walk into the Publix and I see all these signs all over the place, you know, stay six feet apart and the aisles are one way. And I walk to this physical aisle and of course the aisle was a one way in the other direction where I wanted to go to get the pizza sauce. So I'm sitting there like... Okay, well, nobody's down this aisle. Nobody except for one employee at the other end of the aisle. And he's uh, stocking shelves. Okay, no problem. So I start walking the wrong way up the aisle. Keep in mind, nobody was in the aisle. I was not really technically, well, I was breaking rules. But but the guy was like, excuse me, sir. Sir, this is a one-way aisle. You need to go around if you need to. I says, I need the jar of sauce right there. Literally, it was like no more than 10 feet away from me at this point. <laughs> and he made me stop what I was doing, turn around, walk down the aisle the correct way with nobody in there, and decided to make me walk around all the way. The next aisle is the other direction. Walk all the way up. 
then make my right hand turn and then make another right hand turn down the aisle that I wanted to be in. And I walked past the guy was like, I mean, if anything, you want to transmit uh, that that's the opportune time to transmit COVID-19 if uh, if I was a carrier of it. And I just look at the guy. I just shook my head and was like, this is I just want to get a jar of sauce. He's now you got to go get the uh, one way. Pay the attention to the sign. I was like, really, dude, I can understand if it was a one way uh, and there was like 100 people in the aisle. OK, I get it. But, geez, I mean, it's just one of those things I just want to shake my head at. But um, other than that, you know, that and well, every place is, uh, you know, restaurants are opening up and uh, some restaurants are up to like 50 percent capacity or 100 percent capacity if they're outside. And I do notice that a lot of the cities are um, actually accommodating a lot of these restaurants. Um, you know, they're allowing them to like block off streets and they can set up tables out in the street. But, you know, this is Florida. I mean, we're, you know, in hot hot temperature season right now it's like what 100 degrees out here now Uh, like 90 but either way you know it's cold i mean it's hot and i don't want to be sweating my butt off eating at a restaurant and that's the last thing i want to be doing but i personally don't enjoy eating at restaurants anymore but even before the COVID 19 uh stuff so um you know so i did notice a lot of uh combinations and you know restaurants are doing their best they can they're keeping people separate and they're you know uh scrubbing down the tables and scrubbing down the menus or uh, or you know or using paper net menus and throwing them away and okay they're they're definitely making you know an effort to uh you know stop the spread of COVID. so yeah, that's good to see, uh, good to see out there so and you know you know before as i mentioned a few episodes ago, you know, uh, to the tea time with the Blade crew. Yes, I had gastric bypass surgery. I was a big fat bastard and uh, and I used to weigh a little over 300 something pounds and uh, now uh, I lost an awful lot of weight and honestly I don't enjoy going out to eat anymore. I'm repulsed by food. If I eat the wrong thing, I get sick, I feel miserable and I'm just nasty, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, yeah, there's people that used to you know, the loves to go out to eat. I, I get it, you know. I totally understand. It's just something, you know, something to do and something to enjoy. But uh, but either way, but you know what I used to love before gastric bypass? I used to love buffets. You know, uh, sweet tomatoes was one of my favorite uh, salad bar buffets. If you're out in California, it's uh, called Soup Plantation. It's the same company. Uh, I think they were just mainly on the South uh, Midwest uh, Texas area. But either way, they're closing up. They're not opening up anymore buffets. Um, you know, I see on the internet uh, articles of, uh, you know, a lot of buffet restaurants, especially in Vegas. You know, Vegas is uh, known for their buffets. I mean, it's a matter of, uh, you know, you go to a casino and you get at a buffet and they're not even opening up or they're on hold right now. So, which I don't get because, you know, maybe if, you know, for maybe a dollar or two more per plate or per person, if they whatever, whatever how they charge, they certainly should have like an employee serve you, you know, hey, I want a scoop of this, a scoop of that. This way, you know, the food is just being handled by an employee that's wearing a mask and gloves and all that stuff versus, you know, uh, the general public not, uh, you know, washing their hands and you know, potentially spread COVID-19. But that's just my thought of that. But there's got to be a reason why there's no quote unquote servers at buffets. But um yeah, it, it's totally a shame, you know, especially a lot of these restaurants and they're all on hold and they're holding, they're a holding pattern or some of them, such as sweet tomatoes, not reopening, you know. I mean, I love a good salad, but, uh, you know, I guess it's the new world we live in now. And also, you know, big cruise fans. I, I love going on cruises. It's been a while since I've been on one, but uh, uh, cruises, I mean, cru- cruises are known for their buffets, you know. So I'm curious to see what happens when Carnival and Royal Caribbean opens up. 
and see what they uh, end up doing, you know. I mean, uh, you know, they're just, uh, they're hurting. No, they're really hurting. I mean, God, man, it's, you know, I know some friends that were going on vacation and uh, apparently, uh, you know, their trip got canceled and, uh, you know, some Facebook forums that I belong to, uh, you know, people saying, yep, uh, they canceled their trip. Either they got their money back or they do a, like a, uh, a switch, a drop-in switch, whatever they call it, and they're uh, going on next year on their cruise. So, you know, I feel bad for those folks because, you know, it's nothing like being on the ocean. Yeah, there's people out there. I'm sure I got some listeners saying, ah, oh, I hate cruises. I don't want to be stuck on a ship. But personally, I love being on the water. I love watching the sunrise, sunset, and there's so much crap to do on a ship, you know, especially the larger ones. You know, they're between the shows, the casino, bingo, uh, you know, all the different activities, swing, uh, sitting by the pool and the eating, uh, you know, at the buffet, you know, and all that good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. And visiting the ports. I mean, geez. Uh, how those countries are doing, you know, like uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, they're a big cruise port, Nassau, uh, Coco Cay. Well, that's Royal, Royal Caribbean's private islands. But, um, you know, they still got some residents living there. And God, man, it's I follow this guy on uh, YouTube and uh, he's a crew member on, I think, one of the royal ships. And, uh, man, he's just, like, documenting everything, you know. I mean, everything is shut down, and everybody's got to wear face masks. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of these crew members are on were on the ship before pre-COVID-19, and none of them had any outbreaks, but they still have to wear a face mask, which I don't get because if you're on a ship and not really in touch with the outside world— I don't get, you know, why they have to wear face masks. I don't know. Maybe the ship's got to come back for to port to get fueled up. I don't know. I mean, it could be a number of different things. But there's a gentleman that I follow on uh, YouTube, and uh, he just shows around the ship and uh, what is, you know, it's really creepy to see all the bars and restaurants, how ships are all empty. I mean, it's like a big old ghost town with, you know, the casino lights are all shut off and everything. Man, it is really uh creepy it's going to be a different world and you know and i certainly hope uh cruise ships start uh you know coming back online and uh, hopefully uh this covid uh crap will uh hopefully blow over so but uh speaking of youtube um i was uh just surfing i don't know where i was i read an article i found a way I don't know if it works or not. I, I tried it and it worked for me. You know, when you go to YouTube and you, you know, play a video and, of course, the freaking commercial comes on and it's either one of those commercials, either you can skip within five seconds or you have to wait 15 seconds for the commercial to end. So I found a way to avoid that totally completely. So the article said... So you have to go through a browser. It won't work with the uh, the like an iPhone app or Android app. Apparently, you could try this. So go to like YouTube.com. Soon as you go into YouTube.com, you t- click on a- any video, just any video, okay, and let the video start playing. While the video starts playing, go in the up in the URL where it says YouTube.com and then forward slash or as a backslash, whatever it is. And then it gives you the X, Y, Z, one, two, three, four, whatever, you know, whatever the command prompt is to uh, get the, uh, the video to play. Apparently you put youtube.com and after the dot com, you put a dot before the slash. And that supposedly, supposedly bypasses the commercials. I've done that a couple times in my browser and the commercial starts playing, but if I change it with the dot after the dot com, 
it actually bypasses the commercial. I don't know. This is a, um, you know, just a coincidence because I didn't try an awful lot. But, yeah, that's just another little fun fact tip on how to get around YouTube because I enjoy YouTube. I, you know, I don't, I don't watch TV as much. I go to YouTube. But, uh, you know, give it a try. I mean, hey, shoot us an email, bladecrew2020 at gmail.com, and just give us some feedback and say, hey, did that work for you too? I mean, again, I only tried it a couple times, so, I mean, I'm sure – I'm sure it's just like a, you know, a quick little uh, fix or something like that because, you know, you see these uh, funny people saying like, if you press the elevator button, you know, you hold the door closed for five seconds, it will bypass any other floor. And that didn't work. <laughs> I tried that. It didn't work. So, but maybe it's one of those things. But yeah, go ahead and try it and, see, and you know, give me some feedback. BladeCrew2020 at gmail.com and see if that worked for you. So, speaking of TV, yes, I just admitted that I don't watch TV very much. Uh, I more more so watch the news than anything else. All this craziness going on in the world. So one uh, one day we had some major rainstorms here. Uh, it was pouring. I mean, we got something like six or seven inches in twenty four hours. In fact, there was like a uh, hurricane out in, or a tropical storm out in the Gulf Gulf of Mexico, and it was headed up to like Louisiana or something like that. And uh, so I was watching all these TV shows just to past the time. I mean, how much I want to be outside getting some fresh air, but uh, what do you think of these new TV shows? Or, well, not new, but uh, too new to me. So I also, I started watching this uh, show on Fox called Labor of Love. Yeah, some of you are probably saying, yeah, it's a good show. And some of you are saying, yeah, right. That is me. Yeah, right. I mean, seriously, what is this woman trying to do? She's trying to, it's basically like a bachelor of trying to find a sperm donor and try to get her pregnant within a certain amount of time or something like that. I mean, really, is this the world that really has to come to that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it's just, you know, the woman is hot enough. You got about 100, you know, guys, you know, I, I, I call it the sausage fest. The sausage fest of guys trying to get to this, um, you know, this woman and uh, try to win her heart over to be the sperm donor. And uh, I don't know. I just maybe I'm too old. I don't know. But uh, I just think I just think what is this world's going to come to? So another show I've been watching is uh, The Masked Singer. So have you guys ever seen that show? Some love it. My kids like it. My wife sort of likes it. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I just I don't get the concept I like music, but I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. It does not do it for me. Another show I've been trying to catch up on uh, over on Hulu is um, Family Guy. That show is just a classic. You know, it's it's um, you know a very good show. I've been listening, watching it for years. I mean, many years I've been watching it. So I mean, I love the you know the little cutaways they do and. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just things that we could relate to as we were kids and, uh, you know, sort of like um, the Goldbergs, for example, on ABC. You know, the Goldbergs is a pretty cool show. And uh, a lot of the stuff, you know, was taking place when we grew up in the 80s. So I'm assuming half our listeners grew up in the 80s. But if you haven't, you know, it's a cool show to watch. So I've been watching TLC. So I decided, all right, let me put on TLC. So there's a show out there. It's, it's an older show. I really haven't... Um, I haven't really uh, uh, caught up on the show, but I saw it's called My 600-Pound Life. 
And it's about these uh, people, these people uh, weighing like 600 pounds and um, weighing over 600 pounds and they get this gastric bypass surgery and just interested to watch how they get to that point in their life, 600 pounds. I did not get nearly close to that, but I don't know. I guess I could sort of relate to them on how, you know, life takes over and uh, you get addicted to food and all that stuff. But some of these people are just so, uh, I mean, huge. I mean, I don't get how do you get to that point in your life to get, okay, 600 pounds. Okay, I can understand. You know, I got a little over 300. I was like, oh, dude, I got to. I got to do something in my life here. I mean, this is just crazy. But it was just an interesting show. I mean, it's nice to see the progression on how people were successful. And again, you know, this is not everybody's type of show. I mean, I like the show because I can relate to it. I know what they've gone through. I had the surgery myself. And, um, you know, I personally did not have any regrets. And it is, there's a lot of criticisms out there saying, ah, oh, that's the easy way out. No, it's not. It's really not. Your lifestyle changes dramatically dramatically even after even after um uh surgery and um you know so it's just it was a very interesting show and i mean i think some of it is fabricated you know to make things a little more you know it's a reality show i mean you know i'm sure that uh, people are actually just uh taking you know the producers are making them to uh act out a little more so so and uh, another show I've been uh, clicking on or watching um, on TLC. Again, this is an older show. You're probably gonna I don't give me the little hate ma- email saying, "Hey, this show has been out for years. What are you doing?" I, I personally haven't seen it. The lottery changed my life. I'll tell you, some of these people. Okay, some people do not deserve to win the lottery. They're just not wired in their head to win a huge amount of money. They don't. They don't know how to live it. They don't know how to properly spend because they keep on spending like a drunken sailor and next thing you know, they're broke. I mean, really? You know, and I don't know. Then you get the, all the people coming out of the woodwork, you know, uh, you know, knocking on your door is, you know, because you are, you're a lottery winner and they're asking for handouts and people come out of the woodwork, you know, uh, you know, join their charity or whatever. And, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, hey, God bless. If you win the lottery, great. You know, that's cool. But, you know, one thing I don't like about the lottery is if, if, uh, well, when you do win the lottery, some states, I know Florida, um, you have to, they have to disclose who the winner is. And I think some states don't. Uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, bladecrew2020 at gmail.com. Um, some states, you know, you got to, you know, be in front and, uh, you know, give a speech or something like that. I don't know. I, personally, I don't give a shit who wins the lottery. Okay. Joe from um, Smithtown, New York, won uh, the, you know, the mega millions. Okay, great. I don't care. I don't want to see his mug. I don't want to hear a speech. I don't want to see the big old fat check. You know, I mean, then you're going to get all these people, you know, knocking at your door. And, oh, I mean, the power of the Internet, you could find anybody these days. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm just really dead against it. I mean, I'm sure there's a loophole I don't know, you know, you, you know, you have to get it at, you know, I would get it an attorney or, you know, a wealth management attorney and put things into a trust and then maybe have somebody represent me to collect the millions. 
You know, I, I don't know if that's allowed, but, you know, that's what I will look into. But some people are like, yeah, I won $5 billion on the lottery. Yeah, you know, I'm going to buy myself a couple houses and cars and boats. And you know what? Man, what about that guy Shakespeare if, uh, that took place uh, several years ago? And, you know, he won the lottery and uh, allegedly his uh, you know girlfriend uh, killed him or something like that. It's just a... Crazy story. This happened here in Florida many years ago. I mean, Google the story, and you know, I'm sure uh, it will come up. But uh, yeah, that's uh, another thing. So, how about uh, another show, Doctor Pimple Popper? That's an interesting show. That is a real interesting show. <laughs> I, I I don't like blood. I don't like guts. I'm not a horror movie person. You know, I just don't like that stuff. But you know what? That show is like a train wreck. I got to watch it. I don't know. Something about people popping pimples. <laughs> I just think it's kind of weird, but okay, sure. <laughs> so, all right. Well, enough on Pimp Dr. Pimple Popper, but uh, that's another show I've been watching. So another show is on TLC and uh, Alfonso, the guy from uh, 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 Great Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Alfonso. Um, oh, I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah, everybody knows who I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, he's a host of the show called Unwrapped 2.0 or Unwrapped. Uh, I remember Mark Summers, you know, the guy from Super Sloppy Double Dare. You remember that show back in the uh, late 80s? Yeah, that was a cool show. <laughs> Toe Jam, I remember that pretty well in the Physical Challenge. That was a pretty cool show. But yeah, so Alfonso hosts this show and they're showing, you know, how they make uh, different uh, foods and all that stuff in factories. You know, now my mind has changed and we were saying, well, AJ, what are you talking about? Yeah, my mind has changed now after COVID-19. Well, we're not really after, but we're in the middle of it. But it's funny. You see these people in these factories, like they were making bread or something like that. And uh, they were actually using their hands without any gloves, grabbing the dough out of the big old mixer, the 500-pound the mixer. And they're just slapping it around and putting it on the table and getting it ready for the machine to make the uh, you know, loaves of bread. And I'm just saying... Why don't they wear arm protection or you get some dude with a hairy arms and uh, making your, uh, you know, uh, your bread. I don't want to throw, 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 throw the names of bread companies out there. But, I mean, seriously, <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I'm thinking about this time, you know. So uh, so that's one of the shows I'm watching. It's pretty cool how they make, you know, M&Ms and uh, a couple other uh, products. And you know, it's pretty neat. But now I'm just thinking about the cleanliness of, uh, you know, how the staff is. And again, the show was probably made long before COVID-19. So, but, no, they, no, but since the world that we live in now, you know, hand sanitizers everywhere, six feet apart, hand washing uh, and all that good stuff. I mean, geez, <laughs> it's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of brainwashing. Is that the proper word to call it? Brainwashing? But, uh, you know, that, that's, that's another show I've been watching. So <laughs> I just can only imagine. You know, I was at a, a pizza place many, many, many years ago. And uh, this particular pizza place, uh, we ordered a pizza. The, the family wanted pizza. And obviously this is before gastric bypass because I could only eat like a quarter of a slice. Not half of a slice, quarter of a slice. And I'm already stuffed because, you know, uh, dough like expands in your stomach and you feel full and all that stuff. But yeah, I used to love pizza. So we used to get pizza at this pizza place not too far away. And <laughs> this is a funny story. So this, uh, the pizza guy took the order and he, uh, he uh, you know, took the order and put it on his notepad and he started making the uh, pizzas. I guess he had a couple orders before mine. And uh, so he decided to uh, get the dough out. You know how these pizza places sit there and they start throwing dough up in the air? So the guy is just tossing the pizza around, and I 
you know, I'm sitting there watching him because I think it's a little show. You know, it's pretty cool because no way in hell I could be doing, you know, throwing pizza dough up in the air and swinging around and making a nice round pizza. And it's amazing, you know, how perfectly round it is. And no, no uh, lopsided pizza looks like a freaking flat tire on Interstate 4 on the side of the road. You know, nothing like that. So this guy was making the pizza and he threw the pizza a little bit too high and it bounced off the ceiling. I can say, this is just gross. I can only imagine the uh, dust that's, you know, up there. So the pizza comes down. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at my wife, too. I was like, this pizza actually hit the ceiling. I mean, what does he, does, what does he do? So he just continues on throwing the pizza up in the air, and when it hit the ceiling, kept on making the pizza, put the sauce on it, and he, and it was, a, it was like a supreme pizza. So it, it how this is part of the story why I remembered. They put like uh, everything on there. I mean, everything from the fruits, the pineapple, and the olives, everything. And <laughs> so about 10, 15 minutes later, a friend of mine walks in. <laughs> he walks into the pizza place. And I saw the pizza come out of the oven, so I saw the name on the box, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, I wonder how my friend is doing. Yeah, because it, it reminded me, and he wrote the name, you know, you know, uh, you know, X, Y, Z. I'm not going to say the name the person's name because I think they listen to the podcast. But, uh, you know, X, Y, Z, uh, you know, they, uh, I wonder how he's doing. And he walks in the door. And I say, hey, what's going on? Well, it was his pizza that hit the ceiling in the pizza restaurant. I was not a good friend. I did not say, by the way, that pizza hit the ceiling. <laughs> so, I mean, this happened 10 plus years ago, but <laughs> yeah. So, and then, uh, you know, fast forward to today, you know, pre, uh, post uh, COVID-19, uh, you know how these pizza places are all like putting stickers on the boxes. And so... That just reminds me. So the kids last week wanted uh, pizza, and I had uh, Papa John's uh, reward points that I had to use because I got the email from Papa John saying, "By the way, uh, your points are going to be running out. So, you know, you need to run cash in your points before you lose it." And by golly, I'm not going to waste uh, no points, even though I can't eat the freaking pizza anymore. I'm going to, you know what? Treat my kids to a little pizza. So uh, we ordered uh, uh, pizza, Papa John's, and uh, you know, it's, it's just funny on how. Things that changed because I'm sure most of you out there ordered a pizza during this COVID-19 crap. And I'm sure you've noticed on the boxes, they put a little sealed sticker on there like, you know, this pizza has never been touched. And I'm saying to myself, what in the hell you guys been doing to the pizza before this COVID stuff? You've been touching and spitting and flinging things up in the air, hitting ceilings. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's just funny how pre uh, uh, post COVID-19 uh, crap and how places and restaurants are putting a seal of approval of this pizza was not been touched. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just funny, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, my funny things with stories. So, so, so I don't know if you heard, this is a, an interesting story that I saw in the news this morning. So this woman, massless woman, coughs on a customer in New York City bagel shop. So this story came out of uh, Good Morning America. And apparently this woman was getting her order of bagels. And uh, apparently there was another customer in there with a mask on. And I guess New York City has got a mandatory mask wearing. I, I don't know what their laws are, you know, again. 
Tea time with the Blake Crew, 2020, gmail.com, if you're from the New York area. What is your rules about uh, having the mask on? So so this woman goes into this bagel shop, and uh, this other patron was like, where's your mask? And she ends up freaking out at the woman because she didn't have a mask on and actually coughs on her. That's not the right thing to do this this uh, day and age now. I think that'd be like charges assault or something like that. But yeah, I have a video here from uh, Good Morning America, so I just want to share that with you. So here it goes. Cover story: One woman caught on camera coughing on another at a New York City shop. Apparently, after she was called out for not wearing a mask. Stephanie Ramos joins us with more on this story. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Amy. Masks are a contentious issue for some across the country right now. But in this case, a woman who complained at a bagel shop about another woman who was not wearing a mask was on the receiving end of a vindictive cough. She's coughing her face. Hi, this morning, after this video surfaced, showing a woman inside this New York City bagel shop not wearing a mask and coughing on a fellow patron. The woman being coughed on is Allison Goodbaum. I felt her breath, so that part was pretty jarring. Goodbaum says she spotted this woman inside the shop coughing, not covering her mouth, and not wearing a mask. I didn't say anything to her. It's not my place to say anything to her directly. I told the staff that I believe they should enforce the mask rule inside. She says the coffer overheard the complaint, and that's when things escalated. I was shocked that that was her initial reaction, was to cough on me. Um, and I was really scared because I was thinking, you know, did she actually infect me? Because prior to the video, she said she had antibodies, um, so she can't infect people. So, so she coughs on her right in the face, and she says she says it has the antibodies. Now, they go on and they talk, and they brought this on this uh, attorney guy or some sort of representative for Good Morning America, and apparently, you know, uh, there's been cases out there that people – said they had COVID-19 and they cough in the face and they got charged with something. So apparently with this lady, he highly doubts anything could be charged to her um, uh, illegally because um, she uh, did not say that she had COVID-19, uh, which is kind of, which is, I think is kind of messed up because you just don't do anything like that, man. That's just, that's just messed up. I, I don't get what is going through people's minds to do something like that and just just to stay in age right now i mean everybody's all uptight you know with everything that's going on out in the world and you know why would why would you do something like that i just you know what uh, just put on the mask i personally i hate putting on a mask i don't like it uh you know i just don't want to breathe my own hot air yes i'm full of hot air and uh i just i just don't like it i don't agree with it but you know i'm doing it just for the perception and personally, you know, not to spread anything. I know I don't have COVID-19. I mean, I don't have any symptoms. I don't have a temperature and all that stuff. But, you know, being there, people can be asymptomatic, uh, you know, not, not be really, uh, you know, have any symptoms. But either way, I just do it just to just to do it and to avoid this kind of confrontation personally. But, yeah, that's just crazy. So, but uh, other than that, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the United Airlines I think this is kind of uh, strange. So United Airlines is requiring people to fly with a mask on. And 
apparently they're giving you masks. So I have a, a story here. This came out of CBS Boston. They did a, a short little story. It's only 30 seconds long, so it's not going to, you know, uh, play the whole thing. Well, I mean, I'll play the whole thing. But, yeah, check this out. Starting today, United Airlines will ban passengers who refuse to wear face coverings. Flight attendants will offer a mask to anyone not wearing one. If they refuse, they could be banned from the airline for a period of time in their name, added to a restrictions list. Six other major U.S. airlines, including American, Delta, and Southwest, pledged to roll out new mask requirements. So with that being said, so you're going to sit there in your, your flight, you have to wear a mask, and if you refuse to wear a mask, they ban you. Sort of like they put you onto the uh, whether the terrorist list or something like that. Jeez, <laughs> oh, uh, I tell you, I, I don't know. I mean, is it good or bad? I don't know, but it, it's just you know uh, they, they're treating you like you're a terrorist. You know, you got the no fly list, and <laughs> you'll be on there for a short period of time, a long period. Who knows? They didn't even say how long it is, but yeah, that's just crazy. So. But any of you movie buffs out there, how many of you guys are out there uh, love uh, going to the movies? Man, I can't believe AMC Theaters, you know, they may not be reopening. I think they filed for uh, bankruptcy. It's kind of messed up, man. It's just this, uh, this the game changer out there, you know. I mean, it's bad enough these movie theaters were suffering, you know, with, with you know online, uh, online movies and uh, Netflix and Hulu and online streaming services. And how many people out there, you know, love to go to the movies? I mean, I'm not a big movie buff person. You know, I haven't been to the movies in a very long time. I think the last time I was at a movie was when I took my kids you know, to a you know Pixar movie, and that was a few years ago. I'm just not a movie fan. I end up falling asleep in the theater, but <laughs> that's just uh, just not me. I don't have the attention span, unless it's a really good movie, and uh, you know, and I know what it's all about. Yeah, I'll probably stay awake for it, but but yeah, AMC. AMC's, uh, you know, poor the AMC, losing all those uh, theaters, and they're like in like a hundred different countries and, uh, you know, and all those jobs, it's just crazy on what is going on out there. So I hope, uh, they certainly rebound and, uh, you know, they have uh, supply jobs to all the uh, young teenagers out there or, or retirees. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's a career, but, you know, but you know, you do have managers and uh, upper management and all that stuff, which is uh, pretty cool. But I mean, I just hope uh, they certainly uh, open up. So, uh, in Florida, in Florida, they uh, opened up uh, uh, camps, you know, where a lot of my friends who have kids out there, uh, you know, camps were canceled. And uh, the county that we happen to live in, the Tampa market here, uh, they started opening up camps, but it's only on a limited capacity. So I got an email from uh, one of the, um, you know, the, the camps that my kids typically go to saying, um, you know, uh, the governor uh, said, or the Hillsborough County, it's the name of the county, uh, you know, is going to be doing their uh, summer camp program. And we're going to start, uh, regist- you can start registering tomorrow. I mean, this is last two weeks ago at this point. Uh, you guess tomorrow uh, at, a such a, at a such time, they didn't give you a specified time. So that was followed up the next day with an email saying it was going to be uh, like a Friday night at eight o'clock at night. And with that being said, I, uh, you know, my kids have been home since uh, spring break, which was back in March, just right before the COVID-19, uh, everything shut down. And um, that was the last time. And, you know, they're obviously with everybody else in the nation, you know, they were doing uh, homeschooling and uh, that was probably a sore subject on some people, how they love the uh, online schooling, but <laughs> I'm being sar- sarcastic, by the way, everybody. So, but with that being said, you know why? 
you know, they're, they're opening up these camps. So anyway, I get the email and of course I, uh, it said eight o'clock on a Friday night and I made sure it was in front of my computer at seven forty-five, logged in and make sure everything was good. And I selected the camp that I wanted and I tried reaching out to, uh, uh, some uh, friends because they were asking about it, you know, previously if they heard anything and, you know, I said, Hey, they're doing, you know, registration on, uh, on Friday night, you got to be there. So anyway, uh, so registration opened up at eight o'clock and within seriously, Within five minutes, it was booked out. Every single campsite uh, recreation center was booked out within five minutes. Unbelievable. Um, from what I understand, obviously, the size of the uh, camps, uh, you know, was greatly cut down. So, but instead of like, you know, if they hold 100 kids, they probably only took 25 or whatever the situation is. But fortunately, uh, I was able to get my kids into a camp because, God, they were poor them sitting in the house, you know, since spring break and then sitting in the house all summer long. I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm comfortable enough. And of course, they take your temperature. And my kids, you know, now are on the mask bandwagon. So, you know, I'm good for them. So, but, uh, you know, they're still taking the precautions and at least they're getting outside and playing and at least they're not stuck to the iPads. So, but yeah, but, uh, if you didn't act fast, you lost your opportunity. And, you know, some of these, uh, I, I think the YMCA, if I'm not mistaken, is doing camps as well, but I heard it's like $200 a week per kid. You know, if you got two kids, that's 400 a week. That's, that's an awful lot of money too. You got to be Dan paid well in order to, you know, keep things afloat on your household or, you know, some people not even working. I mean, heck, you're not even getting paid that much for um, you know, unemployment. But, yeah, yeah, so. But the last thing I wanted to talk about before I shut down the show, man, are you guys, any of you guys out there uh, affected with the cell phone service? <laughs> yeah, all these cell phone companies, uh, I think T-Mobile, AT&T, um, I think Verizon, if I'm not mistaken, had all these outages in these major markets. I know uh, Tampa, uh, Los Angeles, Denver, Chicago, Philadelphia, and a few other cities uh, just had a hard time receiving and making any calls. I really didn't notice it. Um, again, I, I called from one carrier to the same carrier, so maybe that had something to do with it. But uh, but I did try calling a friend of mine on the uh, T-Mobile network and uh and apparently, uh, I, I was actually, I got the recording saying, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, the call can't be completed. It's dialed. It's sort of like if you didn't pay your bill, <laughs> type disconnection." So yeah, so but uh, yeah, they they said it's not uh, anything that was uh, cyber terror or anything like that. Uh, I don't know, but it was just coincidental how all these companies had issues uh, with their uh, service. But you know, what next, right? Uh, but anyways, guys, so I just wanted to keep in touch with most of you guys and uh, give you some feedback and, uh, you know, what is going on with our show. And uh, other than that, we'll, uh, we'll end it right there. So, again, uh, we'll be on the same platforms and we're going to have uh, Bax and Laura on and we will have new theme music. Uh, we'll have a new uh, thumbnail for our podcast and uh, other than that, everyone, I just want to keep everybody abreast of what's going on, what is going on with the Tea Time, or formerly known as the Tea Time with the Blade Crew. So um, everybody have a great week, and uh, we'll be on back on as soon as possible. If we're going to be any longer, I may do an impromptu show just to uh, keep everybody updated what's going on, and, um, and we'll take it from there. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, we're on Apple. We're on Podbean. We are on Spotify, iHeartRadio, 
Uh, I can't remember anything else. But yeah, we're on the, all the major platforms. Oh, Google and uh, Podbean, if I didn't say that. But other than that, I don't have my uh, little list in front of me. But uh, everybody t- stay safe, take care, and uh, have a good one.